Hi guys, welcome to Capital Edge Midweek. This is our third episode. Trust you're doing well. Hope you're thriving and doing really well at home in with all these restrictions in place, etc. And that you're connecting through your Zoom groups and really making the most of this particular situation. Uh, we also hope you've been tuning in uh, regularly to our Sunday services. Uh, we've had various people ask us how many people have been tuning in. And uh, from the views, we've been averaging out the views and then we've been looking at the numbers and we figure that around about 717 people each week have been viewing um, our Sunday service. And so each of those views too means more than one person. So so we, we reckon we're reaching about 1,000 people through our online uh, Sunday service, which is absolutely fantastic. And we encourage you to get others uh, to link in as well. They don't need to be people from the church. It might be neighbours, it might be loved ones, it might be people from other places that you know of that aren't uh, looking in on church at this period of time. Please get them involved. That would be fantastic. Well, we want to uh, introduce you to our discussion panel today. So first next to me here, we have uh, Vicky. Vicky Southwell. Hi, Vicky. How you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, Vicky is our pastoral care worker for the ladies, and she also operates the Life Enriched courses. You may not know too much about those, but uh, there's a number of different programs that we've got up and coming that were going to happen before this COVID-19 thing. And of course, Vicky's also a qualified counsellor. So she's on our team. Uh, then we have Pastor Grace, our kids. Way Pastor, hi, Grace. How are you doing? Hello. Good, thanks. Great. And we've also got a game. We've got uh, Pastor Rodney here. Hi, Rodney. How are you doing? Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, Rodney, of course, is uh, in charge of our Connect groups and does Watchmen and a whole bunch of other things around the church. Well, our topic today, uh, we thought, is this, being um, May being the, 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 the topic of compassion, what really matters, compassion yep. really matters. So this is our topic that we wanted to talk about today, how to reach people with the compassionate love of Jesus, mm. how to reach out to our world with the compassionate love of Jesus. You know, when I uh, read about Jesus' compassion, you can't help but be challenged. You know, the Bible says on at least three occasions that Jesus just wanted to get out and be by himself. And it says that when he went, people followed or he saw different things happening. Yeah. Uh, like um, I think it was Cherish last week spoke about the widow of Nain. And yeah. when Jesus yeah. saw that situation, he was yeah. moved. Well, with, with compassion. compassion. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I, I often get challenged by that. I think, okay, how can we be moved with that same love and compassion that Jesus had? Because we're called to do that. We're called to be like him. Mm. And so let's start with you, Grace. Uh, when, when I talk about Jesus being moved with compassion, uh, what sorts of things does that bring to your mind? Yeah, so I think that um, the first is actually one of those instances in the Bible, that passage of Scripture where um, it's in Matthew 14 and uh, Jesus has just found out that John the Baptist has been killed and so he goes off in a boat to be by himself. Yeah. And, um, you know, we know that Jesus is both man and God and so he felt all those human emotions Yep. And he just needed to be alone. That's what the Bible says. And so he was going to a secluded place, but the crowds followed him from town to town on foot and met him yep. out in this secluded place where he was. And it says when um, he saw the, the crowds, he was filled with compassion for them and he started healing their sick yep. and he saw their need. And um, that just... Shows me, well, the first thing that that kind of brings out is just the selflessness and the sacrificial side of compassion. 
Uh, he yeah. didn't think about his own needs. He he fully immersed himself in the needs and the pain of the crowd. Yep. And that was more important. And he set aside his own needs to teach them and heal them. And so compassion is such a, a selfless thing. Um, and the other thing I think is um, that stands out to me is avoidance. So often we avoid uh, situations. Yeah. And people's pain, whether that's because it makes us feel uncomfortable, whether it's because we don't think we have what they need, yep. whether it's yep. because we have enough of our own pain and trouble to deal with, we can't deal with anybody else's. We often avoid people's pain, but Jesus saw it and entered into their pain. And I I believe that he saw the individuals in the crowd, not just the crowd, and he saw their needs. And I think this is, I love that in this story, it says that evening, that very same evening where he went to be alone yeah. um, was when the disciples came to him and said, you know, these people are hungry. There's no food. We're in this secluded place. Send them away yeah. to be, you know, fed, to go buy food or whatever. And um, Jesus says, no. That's not necessarily necessary, sorry. You feed them. Yeah. And just that compassion is the responsibility of every Christian. Jesus says, No, yeah. you do it. No, yeah. you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I, I don't know about you, but I, I think this this happens for everyone. I think I think we all go through periods of time when we get peopled out. It's not that we don't love people. You know, we love people and we, we want to minister to people's needs and so on. But what do you guys tend to do? You might you might all have um, examples of this. What do you do when, when you feel peopled out and yet you still need to reach out in compassion and love to 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 people who who really need your help? What do what do you guys do? Any any responses to that? I think during that time you just need to know your limits as well. Yep. Um you know, I have uh, figured out that uh, uh, if you feel uh, people out there, certain things that you can do, you can reach out. Yep. You can reach out. Uh, I would reach out to my mentors. I would reach out to you, Pastor John or Pastor Ellen or someone, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and talk about it and, and just say that, hey, listen, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the experience, you guys um, have filled me up with, the, you know, filled me in with the good um, you know your experiences as to what to do, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, but it's important that we um, are connected with God, yeah, because He doesn't get people out. Yeah, that's so right. So the important yeah. thing is that we are really connected with God, and we just give it all out to Jesus. You know, just have your time of devotion. That yeah. ha that that is re really important yeah. for anyone, whether they, you are a pastor or you're a leader. It is important that you are well connected with Jesus because yeah. he never gets people out. But there are people, you need to reach out to your mentors, you need to reach out to uh, uh, people that you look to, your friends, and just speak out. Hey, say, listen, um, I'm feeling this way. It's important to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, Scripture says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And so I found over the years that uh, when I'm feeling dry and I'm feeling run down, a bit tired and exhausted, I have found that one of the keys is just spending that time getting away, waiting upon the Lord because he renews your strength. Mm -hmm. So he gives you a supernatural empowerment and enabling yeah. Yeah. to be able to deal with situations, be able to deal with people's situations. Mm -hmm. So, Any other comments on that? Um, 
I think for me, one of the things is to see people through the eyes of Jesus. Yeah. So, and that comes from from being immersed in Him as well. That you start yeah. to see people with His heart and with yeah. His love and yeah. His compassion. That's so, right. when you're worn, worn out and burned out, you don't have the capability to to speak into others. But if you're enriched and and full yeah. of God, then Absolutely. you can see others mm. through His eyes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Um, Vicky, I know that you are. Um, you have a real heart for the broken, yeah. particularly ladies who are yep. going through all sorts of things. And a lot of people don't know too much about your background, where yep. you've come from and all that sort of thing. So I yep. wanted to ask you, um, where does that compassion for uh, broken people come from in your situation? Yeah, so it comes from exactly that place, um, from my own place of healing and restoration yep. in God. Um, I had the first probably 40 years of my life I was like the Israelite, Israelites. I was wandering in the desert. I was, yeah. I was one of those abused and broken women that now my heart is to help. Yeah. And um, one of my favourite scriptures is in Corinthians and it says um, in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 4, it says, He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When yep. they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. Yep. And that's that's where my heart is. That's where my passion yep. is, is yep. to use what I've come from and come through yep. to bring healing and encourage other women Great. who are going through or have been through similar yep. circumstances. Great. God will use yep. all those things, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. You know, um, I remember a retreat that our staff went on. It wasn't last year, it was the year before, I think. Uh, We went on a retreat and at those retreats, the staff share um, devotions in the morning and Vicky's uh, devotion is something that still remains with us today and we quite often refer to it. And it was a devotion where you talked about the $2 table Mm -hmm. and I'd like you to just share what that was about because I think it has relevance with our topic of of loving people yep. and uh, in particular like sometimes you you need to love the, the unlovely yeah. and the, yep. the difficult situations the difficult people so tell us about that yeah so so that devotion came from um a visit to a hardware store yep. um and i had seen these plants on the two dollar table they were marked down because they were half dead they were dying they were neglected and I bought some with the the thinking that, well, if they die, it doesn't matter because they only cost me two bucks. And I put them in the garden and nurtured them and watered them. And lo and behold, after a week or so, this plant got green Mm -hmm. and then it started to flower. And it just struck me that my attitude towards that plant was that, oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's cheap. It's not worth much. It doesn't matter if it dies. And then God really spoke to me about, you know, we have people in our world that we look at like that Mm -hmm. and that we look at and we think they're too hard or they're too difficult or they're not worth my time or, and even us at times we think I'm not worth it. I'm not worth somebody else's time. And it just really struck me that we, we have to love those $2 people. We have to love the The people that have been neglected and been left on the shelf that and yeah. discarded that that nobody else cares about and nobody else wants, and even though the investment might be small, 
it's not small. It's mm. of mm. huge consequence to yeah. that person. Yeah. If they're nourished and nurtured and loved, they grow and yep. they thrive. Yep. And, yeah, so it was just a really simple thing but God spoke so powerfully through it. Fantastic thought, yeah. great thought. Rodney, um, you you are one of our pastors here on staff, um, making a lot of pastoral connections with people. Uh, everyone I talk to, Rodney, by the way, says they just love Rodney. <laughs> Rodney's pastoral heart, you know, and, uh, which is fantastic. And I just want you to share what are some of the keys that you have found to work in, in just loving people. Yeah. Well, the the good thing that uh, um, Vicky just shared about that, you know, uh, the hopeful uh, being hopeful through the two dollar two dollar table, um, and just you know just what how God sees it, and God gives us hope, mm-hmm. and um, with compassion, uh, you, you know, and just being pastoral, I've found out some keys, and this came again to me as I was doing my devotion. Uh, a couple of days back, and this was from John chapter 4, you know, how Jesus mm-hmm. um, met in John chapter 4, how Jesus met this Samaritan woman at the well. And she was isolated. She was um, the outcast. She was um, cut off from the community. Um, and what Jesus gave her was Jesus gave her hope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my heart is there because I received hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, God gave me this wonderful gift. And uh, that's what Jesus spoke to this uh, this woman. Said, "If you only because when Jesus asked for water, she said, you know, why are you asking me for water? Mm. You know, you are Jew and I'm a Samaritan, so and plus, you know, you don't have a cup, and all those kind of the story continued. Um, but the thing was that when Jesus said, if only you knew the yeah. gift that God has for you, yeah. mm. if only you knew, and if only you knew who I, who you were talking to, and you would ask and I would give you living water. So what she had was water. Jesus had nothing in her hand, in his hand, mm. but Jesus offered something superior, yeah. and that was living water, which was unheard of in the area that they they lived in, because they only had water from the well. There was no living or flowing water in the in that area um and so you know jesus gave us hope jesus gave me hope so when i do pastoral catch-ups or pastoral care it is i can only give people hope i can only give people encouragement the encouragement that i receive i give it to people um and and that's all i have i don't have much to offer but i have something that god has given me and that's something is for everyone um, and God has it for everyone as well. So that's the gift that God has. So that's what I try and share when I'm doing pastoral care, pastoral catch-up. You know, that's my heart. Right. And uh, towards the end, you know, Jesus, as uh, as I was doing the devotion, I f- figured out, I found out towards the end that Jesus didn't uh, burden that woman with uh, religion, yeah. but gave that woman relationship, you know. Yeah. At the end, yep. it said when she started talking about um, you know, where do we worship? Whether it's going to be this mountain or the temple, where? What do we do? So she's asking religious questions, but Jesus' answer was relationship. Mm. You know, all we can do is soon. The time is now yeah, that we will worship, worship the Father yeah. in spirit yeah. and truth. Mm. So that's what we give out. You know, that's Great. what compassion is. You know, you give them hope. You give them. Uh, don't burden people with uh, religion, but make a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Fantastic. So, yeah. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's round up our discussion for today. And what I thought we could do is we could just offer one practical key mm. uh, from each of us to share compassion. Yeah. 
to share the love of Jesus. So let's start with Grace. Uh, what's your key? Uh, my key is to ask the deeper, tough questions. Great. Often we'll yep. see someone and be like, hi, how are you? How's your week? Okay, see you later. Yep. All surface level, but don't be afraid to ask the tough questions. Yeah, Tell absolutely. me your life story. Where yeah. have you been? Yeah. You know, yeah. and questions that will take time to answer. You know, not just the hi, bye. Yeah, and don't be afraid to go to those places because that's when you can really reach out to people. That's great. Very yeah. good. Vicky? Um, so mine, I think, is really simple. Be kind to yourself um, and from my background, forgive yourself. Yeah. And yeah. because you can't pour out of an empty cup and so if you continually fill yourself and be kind to yourself and receive from God, then you can give out great. to others. Great. Brilliant, Rodney. I think listening is a is a good key. Yeah, uh, you got to take time to listen. Yeah, uh, speak less and listen. And you know, in that listening, whether you're listening or you're showing compassion to others, um, that listening key is very important because people want to be heard. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and to myself, you know, listening to God. Right. You got you to right. take the time to listen to God. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. If I was to uh, choose a key, I think the key I would choose is. Use someone's name. Get to know someone's name. Get to know a little bit of information about them. Uh, I have found that people's hearts open up when I use their name. It shows them that I value them. I value them as a person. They're not just part of the crowd, that they are a person and I've taken the time to know their name. I I think it's a real crucial thing that we do. Well, we hope you've... Enjoyed this little discussion. We hope you can take it and use it in your groups and uh, continue on with your discussions in regards to this thought. How do we reach our world? How do we reach people with the compassionate love of Jesus? Uh, Our Kids Way team have been doing a great job uh, putting together a little video each week for the kids. I don't know whether you've seen it. I actually watched three or four this week, saw Grace and her team doing all sorts of crazy, wonderful things. (laughs) But the program is really good for the kids and it's getting better and better each week. They're doing a great job, our Kids Way workers. But one of the kids last week had a birthday and Grace sent him a card. And so he wanted to send her back an encouragement, and uh, so here is little Andrew, uh, his message back to uh, his Kidsway worker, Grace. Have a look at this. Thank you, Auntie Grace, for sending me this card. I'm, I miss you and I love you. And here's something for you. Um, um, our Father... Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the glory, and the glory, for, and the power, and, and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. 
Hey, how cute was that? Well, it's time to wrap up this episode and uh, I just want to make you aware of or remind you about a course that Pastor Jason Potter is running on a Wednesday night. It starts the 13th of May, so it starts this Wednesday, Dare to Share. It's a four-week course on how to share your faith. It's part of our Leading Edge course. He's incorporating into that a particular unit on sharing your faith during this COVID-19 restriction time. It's not too late to sign up. So if you're interested in doing that course with him, it's a Zoom course, it's interactive, please let us know. Send us an email, give us a call, and we'll write your name down. We'll make sure that the link gets sent to you so that you can sign into that particular course. And our next Capital Edge Midweek will be aired on Monday the 25th of May. Make sure you check it out. And after this week's episode, the prayer list will be up on the screen. Please take note of those prayer requests. Join us in faith and pray with us over the next fortnight for those things. Hey guys, we have loved hanging out with you guys this way. Make sure you leave a comment if you're discussing this uh, in your connect groups. Uh, how did you... Uh, your connect group, your discussion go about, just leave a comment. We'd love to read about that, but stay connected and go bless. <laughs>